Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Welcome season four to our brand new seasoned episodes. Alrighty then, take a listen to episode six of season four. We're calling it Assured Love Part Two. Listen to this relatable, transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben as they lay their hearts on the line. Say that again, honey. I said I have a question for you. Okay, I'm waiting. So, as a man, how do you know when you have truly fallen for a woman? Uh, it's you begin to know the beginning stages. Of course, you have to be seasoned. You have to have some age about yourself, some experience, because you know now by this time you've experienced falling out in love and out of love so you uh you uh tend to know the uh, emotions when it, as they happen uh, the moment I knew with you was uh the last time you left my place even though I had to rush off to work I immediately felt lonely after you left uh, really? yes really I didn't want to tell you that before but yeah I immediately felt lonely of course when I when I closed the door to go get in a shower when I got out of the shower uh, I didn't have that I'm single feeling anymore. That that single feeling like, okay, I'm in my own house, got my own stuff. What am I gonna do tonight? Uh, what am I gonna do tomorrow after work or before work? And it was always going to explore some place where there was plenty of people where I can possibly uh, meet someone of the opposite sex. You know, at a nice restaurant. Or as a grocery store, as you said, you know, and I'll set out to go meet someone, uh, and all excited about it, and I'm not thinking that way anymore. I'm more concerned as to uh, when is the next time that I'll see you. So when you was leaving that day, and I immediately felt lonely once you walked out the door, I knew I had fallen for you. And there were was no turning back. I didn't I took over a week before I announced it to you. But uh because I, I wanted to make sure for some odd reason I wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one. And plus of course, uh when you start having strong feelings for someone and you've been in that position before you know, fear, the fear just sets in. You know, fear began, began to set in. Well, I'm not going to talk about how I feel, how I'm feeling with her in my life until I know for sure it's safe and the coast is clear for me to express my feelings. You know, although the cat's out of the bag because physical expression has already begun between us. And the body tells more than the mouth will. 
So just because I'm not saying it doesn't mean I'm not showing it. So I waited to see if you, you would acknowledge that I was moving in a different way with you. I was moving closer to you. I was expressing myself as, you know, being the man in your life and begin to talk about future endeavors with you. That's when I know, that's when I knew. When you can talk about the avoidable conversations, uh, conversations that uh, men usually avoid to keep from uh, giving up any idea of uh, moving forward, you know, basically just avoiding any idea of of future endeavors together you know so once that fear was gone and i began to look towards our next visit with each other i knew and i especially knew as i've already mentioned when i uh wasn't even doing my daily weekly targeted things that I needed to do, like grocery shopping and taking clothes to the cleaners. And because between my job and a few other things, it was, it was kind of hard to uh, squeeze you in, but it's like now you have taken precedent over those things. And, and it's easy to brush it aside. I'll do that later. I'll do that later. That's when I knew, okay, I've fallen for someone because I don't, I don't usually usually ignore things that uh, I need to do or want to do. So, and plus the feet on top of that, the feeling I was feeling. And I hear your voice in my head every day. I can feel your touch even when I'm not with you. I, uh, Even the way I'm feeling now, I'm holding it so I can explode on you. So I guess that's the point, thinking about you constantly. You know, any man would know. Yes, I do know. You were just intently listening. <laughs> yes, I was. I was thinking about my moments. And I knew which is about a week ago, that Monday. And I told you I didn't want you to leave. I mean, you couldn't can, you can just stand there forever. <laughs> I had to go to work. But I was thinking about that. I almost said it when I hugged you and kissed you goodbye. It was like in my mouth and I caught myself. Because, you know, you've, you've heard those stories about, you know, women will say if they tell a guy they love you, then he's heading for heels. It's like, Guys don't want to hear the L word. Maybe that's because they don't have uh, any idea of making any kind of long-term commitment with the individual. I don't know. What are your thoughts about that? You turn it back around on me real quick. Um, <laughs> oh, you're a guy. Yeah, and also, I also, I'm also more expressive than you are. Uh, so, you are, and that's that's the, probably the musician in you. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
he said, well, what are my thoughts? Uh, you want me to tell on the fellas again? Uh, well, uh, yeah, just everyone wants to know. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell on the fellas. I just know with me, if I hear the L word uh, really soon in a relationship and when we really haven't uh, broken any, any ground on anything, uh, I try to I try to avoid leading someone on. I try to date in the capacity that okay we're testing this thing out we're we're just doing this testing this thing out yeah we may have a couple days a couple weeks under our belt that we dated and we've we've had had a good good time but you know it's still too early to tell and then all of a sudden she says it's the l word and then you're like oh my god you know this is how a man gets a bad rap by a woman because she jumps ahead when we're supposed to be supposed to be still exploring, I'm thinking. I'm still speaking of a man, and personally, from my opinion. So she drops the L word. Yeah, I've heard men just run for the hills when that happens. But I begin to either slowly back away, or sometimes I'll just wait to see if okay, is is it real? Is she just saying that? Do she really know what you know love is? Is uh, is it the situation hot and heavy and steamy? A lot of times, if it's really steamy, hot and heavy, you know, people get confused as to uh, that meaning that you know they're in love. I don't, I don't know. I just assess the situation, and then I'll I'll start looking for ways to gently say, "Well, hey, I'm not there yet." Uh, so it's going to start looking like you're doing a lot of the pouring into and I'm pouring out of I'm not pouring as much as you and, and now I guess that's it uh, once one person drops the L word and the other person isn't there then you know it's going to be friction from that point on even if you just continue doing what you're doing now what you're doing it seems to be meaningful you know to the to her so and you, you're trying to respect her feelings you know, on the matter, um, because you know what you know, falling in love feels like, and that person just made themselves incredibly vulnerable to the point that now they they are feeling that, but you're not. So you can easily say something wrong that would hurt her. You can easily misdirected all, all of a sudden everything is on a microscope so that's that's one of the reasons guys run because you know now uh if she falls in love and he's not there yet now she's thinking about future plans future endeavors and he's just taking it day by day so already you become unequaled so that's what, explanation that's when a guy begin to ghost her and most times he don't want to ghost her but he's not there and you're going to look bad to her friends and family and her that she's pouring all this love into you and you're not really pouring back because you're not there you're just going through the motions of dating and not understanding even yourself well why why am i not feeling that i like her but sometimes love don't strike both parties at the same time.
<laughs> or in the first three dates. Or in the first three dates. Even after sex. Oh, that's a whole different topic. Well, that's a that's part of it, you know. That that physical connection is it should tell you, like a thermostat, what temperature the relationship is in. Yeah, if uh, you can't figure it out when you're sexually involved with someone, I mean, you got to be guessing for the rest of your life. Because that physical connection, nobody can fake that. I mean, you can fake orgasms, but you can't fake the actual uh, physical actions that happens. You can you can tell about a woman. You can tell about a man. But let's say no no sex has happened. It's just been a clean dating couple. You know, they just been out a few times, holding hands, kissing. You know, never uh, experienced sex with each other, but came really close. And then one of them fall in love to the point where they drop the L word and the other one is immediately uncomfortable. If you're the guy, you're like, oh my goodness, what do I do with this? And even if he, he decides, well, you know, I really like her, so I guess I'm gonna love her. I guess I love her too. You know, love is not a guess. Love is still patient. Love is still kind. Love is still long suffering. So, all the attributes of love are still there. You can't conjure it up just because you want to match the other other person's emotions, and you're still not sure if they're in love just because they said it. I mean, yeah, that. You see it in their eyes, the smiling and the caressing. But the long suffering part of love, if something just happens to go down right that instant, something serious, I mean, uh, just some, something catastrophic just happens at that moment, then let's see. Will love prevail? Love you say you have for me, will it still be there? Something catastrophic just happened. That can tear two people apart or show their differences. So love in the tough times, if it still, if it still shows itself to me, that's love. Well, I guess this would be another one of those self-reflection things, you know, for people to consider what lets them know that they are in love with the person deeply it should not be some it should not be superficial and it's usually not just one thing about that person i would say well how about you just don't put a finger on it i mean love just it's an emotion that comes over you unexpectedly you don't have to force it you don't have to do any tricks to make it happen you can't make you can't make someone fall in love with you. Yes. Like you can't make someone be with you. You know. Very important points. Yeah, we've already drew that uh, comment early. You know, mm -hmm. someone just sits in their mind that you belong to them, and it doesn't matter what you have to say about it. You can't make anybody. Let's say you do make somebody. You force someone to be with you. How are you going to force them to love you? 
That's in inconceivable. You can't force anyone to, to love you. And even if you could, don't you want it authentically? That agape love instead of love that you put chains and harnesses on. You ain't going anywhere. You're mine. You can't force anyone to love you. That shows up in your character. That person falls in love with your character, falls in love with the things that you really don't even pay attention to yourself. He may fall in love with the twinkle in your eye. He may fall in love the way you sit down or he may just fall in love, love with the way you laugh. He, and he's, he may never say anything with those other things. He may fall in love with watching you walk towards him with your arms out showing that you're getting ready to accost him. <laughs> is that a hint? <laughs> no, no, none of it. None of it is a hint. You open that door to uh, a season of knowledge that I've encountered through the years. 60 plus years of being on this earth and that's, these are my assessments. These are my, no, they're more than, than opinions. I've already experienced a lot of the things I'm talking about. So no, I don't, I'm not giving out hints. By now, you know, I'll let you know exactly what I like. I think you have. Yes, you have. I think you have it all sold up. I don't think I have to ever give you anything. So yeah, if you're fortunate fortunate enough to really fall in love the way God intended it, it releases a flood of emotions that even make a rainy day look like a sunny day. Well, I just want to hear your point of view on all of that. You're using me. I was very interested in the male's point. I was very interested in the male's point of view. What are you going to do with that information? <laughs> I hear you laughing, but I don't hear you. Um, well, I mean, for, for the general public, I think it's um, it's another important discussion. I mean, I've had, you know, friend or girlfriends and meet a guy and, you know, three weeks later, they're talking about how in love they are with this person. And next thing you hear is that they're not together. And so, although it is true that you cannot put a, a um, time limit on when somebody falls in love, um, I think it should give everyone pause to think about, you know, what happens within themselves or what they notice, how do they feel when they think they are truly in love. And I also think that even if, you know, you're in that relationship, you can sense what direction is heading in. Or if that per if the other person is developing uh, feelings for you. That's just my opinion. Well, I think when the other person... If you're doing everything for him and he's doing nothing for you, and that, that's, not a, that's not an equal relationship in any, um, in any way. Well, I, I, I kind of have to push back on that. I, I, think, I think people have, uh, in my opinion, in my opinion only, in watching uh, people good years. I think people have, have uh, attached things to love that that you 
that really don't belong on it. It's like like you just said earlier. If you're doing all doing this for him and doing that for him, then and it's not being reciprocated, then uh, it, it's not what. No, it's love isn't that either. It's not something you can pick up and do. It's not anything you can buy. I've seen love uh, with my own mother and stepfather to the point where there was nothing one party had to give, but the other party, it didn't matter that, that they didn't have anything to give. Uh, and love stayed with them until one of them passed away, you know, and I've seen an, another couple uh, growing up where they had everything. They had, you know, money, power, position, you know, prestige, influence as a couple. When they drove up in their chariot, their regalia, their, they showed to be a power couple, as we call them today. And it, it's, but the love they show in person, what I saw was, was like, it looked like, almost looked robotic. I mean, you could never tear those two apart. You never saw one without the other, but it just didn't, you never saw a kiss, hand holding, but they were always side by side. Like I said, it was, it was almost like robotic and even when their kids were born, their kids were like little robots. And I guess it was happy. You hardly ever saw them smiling. I guess they were happy. It had to be because they, they were t together till the day they died. I think they died within weeks of each other. I um, have experienced so, so many elements of what I thought what love was that you know you can't even put a put your finger on what, what love is and how you're gonna you know react to it. So I don't think it's what you do. Well, I didn't, well, and I didn't mean by I guess that was a very broad term. I was thinking in terms of you know you desire to spend present with this time, but they never desire to spend time with you. Uh, yeah, that's that's when what that's. I think it. I was thinking of it in in that respect. Yeah, now that's what you said earlier. People express love differently if they're in love. <laughs> yeah, they're in love. I mean, the love that the love that I experienced, you know, it was the same love that the person I was in love with was experiencing. And so we were in sharing in the same type of love. And the way you know that is you begin to finish each other's sentences. You're not interrupting each each other when one is speaking, the other one's listening, then the other speaking, the other. You're giving that respect. Respect just automatically becomes a part of it. And when you're loving on each other, both of you are into it. It's not just one of them just one of them just all over you and then the other one just sitting there like So that I don't consider that consider that to be love. If I'm loving you and missing you, and you're not missing me and loving me, it's clear to me that you're not in love. And maybe I'm infatuated because what I know about love, if you really gave it the time, because it says love is patient. If you all love to breathe in the patient way it is because we want everything now but you if you all love to breathe it'll both rain down on you like a rainstorm at the same time and you know you're in love when both of you reach for one umbrella 
although there's two umbrellas laying there. The guy who's in love takes the lead, grab one umbrella, pulls the lady close under his umbrella, who's in love, and allows him to take that lead. To me, that's when you know you're in love. Mm. That's a good reflection. All right, love. Well, thank you for sharing your hearts with me. Um, Every time you ask, I'll give. It's time for me to go to work now. Okay, it's time for me to miss you now. <laughs> I miss you. You know, hey, it's Friday. I get to see my boo. Yeah, we calling it on hours, aren't we? Yep, calm down. Well, to me, that's... Well, to me, that's love. We both counting down the hours. In fact, could you could you uh, finish your start with me? If I didn't have to go to work today, you would be right here with me. Well, you so if you didn't have to go to work today, but would you? <laughs> I would, would be right there with you. Okay, that's love. That's it. That's it. Now, two people who aren't in love couldn't talk like that. Couldn't even tease like that. If only one was in love. But, you know, the courage, love <laughs> gives you the courage to be freely expressive about it. But anyway, go make that money, baby. I'm going to have to get up and go make my money in a couple hours. You still want to wait until we start talking about love no. language? Oh, this is a love language. Anyway. It's a love language session. Ain't, is it well, not? the next one is getting into the love languages. Okay. This is a prelude to love language. Prelude to the love language. All right, sweetie. I hear you. I hear you come up with them titles now. Okay, baby. Well, you you have... know, we've talked about what it means to us. To, how do you know you're in love? So the next is, okay, how do you express that love to that person? How do they know you love them? You know? It's, and that's, no, love. It's... that's love to know that you listen to every segment that I spoke about. That, that's love. Since you, asked, since you asked me the question anyway, I wasn't going to deny you the answer. Well, thank you. I know I put you on the spot. Yeah, you always put me on the spot. I'm trying to try not to do so much advising and talking. But see, normally it's the woman that's saying "I love you" first before the guy does. Well, I haven't always experienced that, so that's that's what you've experienced. I've I've experienced my share of men that I saw guys screaming out the "I mm -hmm. love you" first, and then she didn't reciprocate, and then he come crying back to us. Man, I don't think uh -huh. you love. So I've seen it on both ends. To tell you the truth. Well, I mean, yeah, it happens on both ends, but. It's just interesting to know what the other point thinks about, you know. Join us again for another transparent, exciting, and opinionated episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay, family, happy dating and date happy.